0: And good day everyone. This is Andrew Woodward with the Bell Engine Co working podcast. It's June 2019, and this month we're looking at the various issues facing small business. And today I'm talking to Courtney Tune. He's the principal or founder of the Alt Collective, a business based in Sawtell. It's a management consulting business, pretty much set up to assist small business do more small business from a small business perspective, I guess is the best way to uh, put it. So here at the Bell Engine Co-working uh, Group this month, we've had a presentation by Courtney, and he told a really interesting story about how he came to be, or to share his stories about uh, small business, and I thought they'd be really good to talk to uh, on on this uh, podcast. So Courtney, perhaps you can start off by giving us a quick background on yourself and uh, how you came to be a small business person working in small business.
1: Yeah, thanks Andrew. Um, I, so I moved to the region in 2005 uh, and spent uh, 10 years with Coff City Council working in business and economic development. Uh, working a lot with small business, community economic development, uh, events um, and yeah it's, it's always been something of interest to me, small business. My grandfather had a, a small mechanical business which always intrigued me. And yeah, so in 2013, um, I decided to go out and set up my own small business, which uh, a little craft beer bar, restaurant, live music venue in Sortel. Uh And we spent uh, five years building up that business. Um, and I've been fortunate enough to do uh, an undergrad in business and a postgrad degree in business. But yeah, certainly that five years in hospitality was uh, a massive education in business. There's a lot of things you can't learn in the university lecture rooms so.
0: Is, is working in like the hospitality trade in restaurants and bars or whatever is that like a 24-7 job? Yeah well it can be yeah
1: I mean we we sort of quickly learn you need to, to look after yourself as well mm. uh, that's one of the big things that I guess I, I like to focus on uh, when I work with people, is making sure you kind of look after your well-being. Um, I think if you want to stay creative, you want to stay competitive, you've got to look after yourself. But yeah, hospitality and uh, any business, I guess it's twenty-four-seven. You know, there's always things that pop up, um, and you know, you just deal with them when they come up. But um, yeah, it's it's you know, the flexibility of small business. You know, that's part of it. But then it is flexible small business, and you get to share your passion. So. I think the pros outweigh the cons.
0: So you said you got two university degrees. Yeah, yep. And do you reckon you've learned more in your years in small business than you did at uni? Absolutely, for <laughs> sure. Um,
1: and, you know, there's things that I learned through those, through studies that I applied to business and, you know, but yeah, absolutely. The, the things you learn when you're in business. And, you know, I think sometimes, you know, restaurants or those in hospitality and retail, you know, they're not, when you think of entrepreneurs, maybe you don't, automatically think of those kind of industries but uh, when you know what goes into those kind of businesses and all businesses um, you know all, all, all people out there in small business you know having a crack they're all entrepreneurs in my in my mind
0: hmm. okay so when you shared your story tonight you took us through what you, you learned from your experience and then you summarized at the end with um, the traits of successful small businesses and you put up 15 we're, yeah, not, yep. we're not going to talk about all 15 uh, but at the very end you spoke about three very um, simple concepts that have got you by and served you well. One is fun, two is keeping it simple and three is having a plan. Can you just run through why you think they're important for, um, from an attitudinal sense when it comes to small business and maybe start off with fun? Yeah, I think finding the
1: fun in business, yeah, I think we all get into business because we've got a passion for something, um, you know, something that excites you and um, it, it, sometimes you can lose that passion a bit. Like I think the stresses of that go along with business, red tape, you know, sometimes there's staff challenges, uh, dealing with some competitors, um, you know, you can sometimes lose sight of that passion and lose the fun a bit. but. Mm. Yeah, I found in my time in business, you know, it was critical to find the fun. But When you're enjoying yourself, um, I think uh, it resonates with customers. People want, you know, customers, suppliers, you know, everyone wants to kind of deal with people who enjoy what they do when they're passionate Mm, about mm, what mm. they do. So I think um, it is important. Sometimes in business, you've got to be selfish. You've got to really look after yourself and and if you can set up a business that you enjoy and you have fun in then hopefully your customers will do the same
0: what does looking after yourself in the context you just meant to it you just mentioned it mean
1: um physical and mental um you know certainly you've got to get out of the business and you know, get your head out of business and for me you know i've always enjoyed mountain biking out in the bush and beautiful countryside around here so for me that was kind of my Partly physical, getting out and staying active, but also, I guess, mental as well. Sure. Um, but, you know, things like, yeah, I've, uh, you know, I'd always dabbled in things like meditation prior to going in business, but it wasn't until I went into business that those sort of tools, um, you learn the importance of those in terms of keeping a sharp mind and, um, yeah, staying sane in business, I guess.
0: And I guess one of the ways to stay sane uh, is to keep it simple stupid talk me through that
1: yeah I, I think in business there's always people telling you you should do this you should do that um, and you've got to listen to a certain extent but um, sometimes you can listen too much and you know you really just take on I guess a certain you know certain advice that, that works with your business but really just focus on what you're good at um, you know find your niche find a target market you know don't try and pitch your business at everyone keep you know find the target market that you're looking to attract and um, and yeah, really refine your product and focus your product. So keep it simple, stupid. You know, I think um, it's often harder to really simplify things, you know? Um, So for me, my five years in hospitality, um, you know, I was constantly, even till the day that we sold our business, was constantly trying to find ways
0: that I could simplify the processes that we were using in business. Hmm. And what about having a plan? What is a plan in your mind?
1: Um, Once again, for me, business planning was a really simple thing. Uh, It was a dozen smart goals um, on an A3 piece of paper, you know, pinned to the wall or pinned to the back of the toilet door or pinned wherever. Um, You know, business planning can be as simple as that. And, um, you know, I think they say around 80% 80% of businesses have no business plan in place, except for, you know, what they've got floating around in their head. But then they say that those businesses that do have a plan written out, you know, they're maybe four or five times more likely to get, to achieve their goals. So, um, you know, the business planning we do through the entrepreneur program that I'm running, it's really simple business planning. Um, you know, I worked with a guy recently, uh, who didn't have much time and were able to knock out, out, you know, a simple 12 month plan of attack in sort of an hour. So um, yeah, business planning, it's important. It doesn't have to be complicated, but I do think you need to get those goals down on paper.
0: And it's one thing to have those goals down on paper and have it back on, on the back of the loo door or on the kitchen pin board or something like that. But tonight you also spoke about a, a sort of weekly ritual you go through to focus your business. Can you talk me through that?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's important that you can translate those goals into weekly goals. Um, and for me, you know, I pick out two goals a week um, that I really want to kind of that are my priority right now um, and put in place some simple tactics to kind of knock those over every week. And every week I just spend five or ten minutes at the start of the week checking those goals and then working out what my priorities are for the moment. Um, so yeah, we've got some simple templates that set up, uh, spreadsheets that we use uh, through our program. And, and everyone's different. Some people, you know, love Microsoft Excel and those kind of spreadsheets. Some people are scared and, and, and a pen and paper kind of people. So um, that's why we kind of try and keep keep it simple and, um, and just make sure, you know, people keep their goals ticking along.
0: Mm. There are a couple of things you mentioned in your presentation tonight that rang a bell with me. Uh, One was your message to people to try things, you know, if something doesn't work, then move on to the next thing and have a lash at that or experiment or modify or something like that. Um, You didn't say this word, which was karma, but you spoke a lot about being nice Yep. Um, and I think a lot of people do lose sight of that but what I will I did find interesting was uh, you spoke a lot about trusting your gut mm. I've seen that work for some people and not work for others I'll give you the and maybe you can speak about where it's worked for you but I've seen people believing their own rhetoric believing their own dog food or eating their own dog food you know they just get caught up in believing their own stuff and they go out and and then no one wants their product mm. but they believe their gut that they had you know a product that's right and in your presentation tonight you spoke about Steve Jobs, one of my heroes, obviously a hero of yours as well. And Steve had this great quote that uh, we invent things that people don't need. They know, and that's the same sort of um, you know thing. Trust your gut. Steve had yeah. this incredible gut instinct, but a lot of pain pain along the way. But so I'm I'm a bit cautious about trusting your gut. Mm. But you think you say it works pretty well. Uh, Don't get me wrong, you know, data
1: is really important. Mm. And that's one of the things we talk about, like data. Um, You know, in business, small business now, it's great that, you know, there's loads of data at people's disposals. You know, there's apps where you can generate data. There's, you know, point of sales machines that, you know, generate lots of data. There's loads of data out there. And I think data is really important. Um, but, But I also think people need to draw in their intuition Hmm. And, and trust their gut. Um, so for me, it's not one or the other. It's a balance between having all the data there in front of you, but then I guess making a decision, you know, based on that data, but also based on your intuition. Um, and,
0: and on that point, you had a a young family as well um, at the time you were running your business and all that, and you had a lot of ups and downs as we saw would you do it all again? And would you do it differently?
1: For sure. Uh, would I do it differently? For sure. Hindsight is a huge thing in business. And I suppose through the program I'm running, I'm kind of thinking to myself, okay, if, if what sort of support would have I wanted early on in those stages hmm. of business? And that's the kind of support I'm trying to give people, I guess. But yeah, certainly hindsight. And I enjoy, you know, the clients. Are, I've connected with a couple of clients who were doing exactly what I was doing you know six years ago uh, people starting up restaurants uh, and they're the people I feel I can give the most value to so um, so I'm enjoying being able to give them some hindsight um yeah so um would I do it again I guess when I sold my last business I, I realized that I, I really did enjoy business small business yeah. and I wanted to continue in small business and you know the temptation there was to go back to a working wage you know particularly with a young family but you know i held out and i was fortunate enough to uh you know pick up this contract which is kind of supporting my business um so yeah uh, would i go back and start a restaurant with a three and a four year old and um (laughs) yeah we, we were very naive but you kind of have to be sometimes um Which is the better for it. uh, Yeah, for sure. Um, And yeah, I don't regret anything that we've done. It's been a a huge learning curve. And um, yeah, I'm enjoying where I'm at now and what I'm being able to share with other businesses.
0: Okay, so let's talk about uh, where you're at now. So you have a contract from the Australian government to assist small business in the COFs. Clarence Bellow area. Yep. Correct. So t- tell us about that. What, how can you help people? What can yeah. you do for people? Yeah. So the
1: entrepreneur program, uh, it's a new program, um, and it's pitched at small business. It's, it's a federal government program through the department of jobs and small business. Um, and it's providing one-on-one support for small business, which is really flexible around what sort of support people need. Uh, In the one-on-one sessions i'm helping people for example you know if they're applying to banks for finance helping them with some business planning Uh, some people are applying for government grants which i'm helping out with some people have got loads of business experience and just want to shoot the breeze and bounce some ideas off someone Mm. some people have got no business experience and and want some support you know in things like getting business names and navigating red tape so uh, the one-on-one support's really flexible Uh, The group sessions that we're doing, um, they have a focus on just some really simple goal setting, uh, business planning. So uh, at the moment, we're running some boot camps, which is basically two hours a fortnight over four fortnights, where we get together with sort of six or eight small business and, yeah, just do some simple goal setting. Um, And as well as that, we're doing some special events from time to time as well, just around different topics of relevance. So... Um, you know, whether it's social media or we'll, we'll be doing some stuff around that whole well-being space and how you can sure. look after yourself as a business owner too. Okay, and is there a cost to that? So there's no cost, no. No, no for, for small business located in those regions, and they don't have to be existing business. It can be you know new startups. Some people have got little side hustles that they're kind of building up while they, you know, they might have a job, but they want to transition into into their own small business. So... Um, so there's no cost, a great program um, and, and a focus on I guess referrals and, and um, you know, referring businesses to other services that are out there as well. Okay. So how can people contact you? So I've got an office set up in Sawtell on the main street at uh, 69 First Avenue. So I'm usually in there Monday to Wednesday. Uh, on the road, usually Thursday, Friday, I try and get out to you know, Ballingen, Dorigo. Uh, Yurunga mm-hmm. um, every couple of weeks uh, head up north to Grafton and Yamba and Maclean through those regions Google as well so yeah Thursday Fridays I'm usually on the road uh, people can you know that we've got the website altcollective.com.au where people can find out a bit more information and um, yeah just connect anytime so
0: okay that's all that's uh, Courtney Tune he's the principal of the Alt Collective a management consulting business for uh, small business and he comes from a great Uh, small business background. So that wraps up the Bell Engine Coworking podcast uh, for this week. Courtney, thanks for uh, your time and coming here in Bellow today, but also uh, joining us uh, here in the podcast. And I'm Andrew Woodward, and we'll be back next month with another one of the Bell Engine Coworking podcast. Until then, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.